I think you just can't bear to let a gorgeous guy like me out of your sight. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson's Suzanne Mitchell, a double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Happy weekend, everybody. I'm Gary Mans. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. As Suzanne backs away from the microphone. <laughs> Am I shouting into this thing? I'm sorry. Uh, you're fine. The smooth, mellow sounds of metaphysics on KKNW. <laughs> Here we go. And uh, let's crank up the Enya. We're delighted to have uh, our honored guest of the hour today, and we're going to talk about him momentarily. But first, let's say hello to tall guy Nathan at the board, keeping us on an even keel. Nathan, how are you doing this weekend? Good morning, Carrie and Suzanne. And if it weren't for the Zoom screen in a way, I'd be reaching over and giving you a good old vax bump. Oh, yes. Oh, really? That sounds like fun. How did that go for you? Good for the most part. A uh, second day after I got the vaccine, so the first day I was fine. Then the day after, eh, it didn't feel so great. I was pretty much on the couch all day and had no energy to do anything. But the day after that, absolutely fine again. Very good. Sounds like you had a, a good reaction, and you're getting back to normal very quickly. Well, not a very bad reaction. I wouldn't have called it a good reaction. I was pretty yeah. miserable that day, but yeah. oh, really? it could have been one worse. Day. It could have yeah. been worse. Yeah. Well, I'll be darned. Well, very good. And which one did you get? The Pfizer. The Pfizer. Okay. okay. You got a Pfizer. You got a Moderna. Moderna. Got I a got the J&J jab. We're all represented here. And we'll find out where Vincent Jenna lands on all this. So we're all on different so, teams. When's the championship? Uh, well, it, it will be coming up this fall. And okay. what we've got to do is find a find a bunch of hitters who can stop getting no hit. Hey, we're not or talking that's... about that. <laughs> that's happening a little hey, too frequently. We got a run yesterday. Let's be proud of that, okay? Yay! <laughs> Even though the Padres got what was it like eighteen runs, we we still got one. Oh my one. god! Yeah, Padres are tied for first place now. Watch out for them this year. We have Vincent Jenna with us. We love to talk to Vincent Jenna. We love what he's about. And this is, uh, we've got mad props here to read, but what I love about Vincent is that he lives all out. He's got one speed and that's fast forward. And that makes him a very energetic and welcome guest on Manson Mitchell. Vincent Jenna is a world renowned psychic, spiritual teacher and medium who has studied at the Arthur Finley College of Psychic and Medium Sciences in England. He earned his Bachelor of Science degree in psychology and his master's in social work. Additionally, he is also a practiced hospice social care worker, having helped over 500 patients transition through the dying process. Born and raised in New York, which you will be able to tell when he speaks, Vincent currently lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he does not sound like he was born in North Carolina. His website is vincentjenna.com. We'll be sure to give that out again before the end of the hour. Welcome back, dear friend, Vincent Jenna. Oh my gosh, it's always so wonderful to be here, you all. You all. Yes. You all. What do you mean? What do you, what, what do I sound like I'm talking about you youths over there? Oh, I got rid of that accent a long time ago, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Just like I got rid of my Chicago accent. There you yeah, go. Yeah, really, I know. I think it's just my look. Yeah, that's, right. That's the thing. Have you, it's always uh, great to be here. You know, yeah. we 
we always wind up talking about things. I feel like a Star Trek adventure because oh, yeah. we go where no man has gone before. That's true. That's true. We always like to surprise you with a few new questions. If we have any up our sleeves, we're both wearing short sleeves. So we'll have to see what we have up our sleeves today. And, and speaking of up your sleeves, yep. how, what did you do for vaccination? Did you sit this one out, Vincent? No, I didn't sit it out. Everybody was convincing me. See, I hate needles. I hate needles. And I told everybody the only way I would be going is if I get a lollipop after I get the needle. <laughs> now, they promised me I would get a lollipop afterwards. So they bring me in and, oh, they're so conniving. Get me in there. And uh, luckily, fortunately, we were staying at the beach. So the area we were living in, there weren't a lot of people going for the vaccination because they were afraid to go. So the hospital had so many extra vaccines that they actually called up people and said, hey, if you know anybody who wants the vaccination, come on down. So we wound up getting vaccinated um, earlier. Uh, it was in February that we got oh. vaccinated. And we got the Pfizer and it really didn't hurt. And, and no, they didn't give me a lollipop after anyway. But um, the second one, yes, I woke up 3.30 in the morning with every single joint in my body Ooh. aching, Ooh. aching so bad. And I had a flu only when I was a little kid, but I can imagine that that's what it feels like, you know. So I had to actually take a painkiller in order to get back to sleep. And then about an hour later, I woke up feeling like flames were shooting off of my body. Mm, yikes. And so that went away pretty quickly as well. But then the next day, both my wife and I, Eileen, we felt really, I mean, fairly miserable, like we were just getting over something major. And we had to lay down and we slept most of the day. And that was the Pfizer, you know. So it does have some side effects, but it wasn't unbearable you know what i mean it was just so uncomfortable and um, but we were able to take some things for comfort i know some people who experienced nothing and those who experienced even more you know but yeah uh, but it was okay yeah that's you know everybody's experience seems to be uh pretty unique i mean there are trends but you know when you talk to people as you said it kind of runs the gamut between hardly anything at all to being really ill. My, my dentist's wife had 102 fever for days. And, and wow. Yeah. You know? Well, Eileen, she didn't have a fever, but she had a pain in her arm and redness, like somebody mm. punched her in the arm. And she had that for yeah. actually a couple of weeks. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, so that that took a while to go away. But, yeah, it's really weird how it does respond to the body. But quite honestly, I do believe that the body knows what it wants and it doesn't want anything like that. It doesn't want the virus, but right. it doesn't want anything like that. And it's reacting to it, letting us know, I don't like what you just introduced into my body, you know? Right. Um, we know right. sometimes we have to do that to help the body, but it definitely did not like it. You know, definitely did not like it. And that's for most people. Yes. You know, I, I think I, I might have hesitated and I say might because I, I doubt it, but um, I know two different people who had polio and, you know, they didn't get the polio vaccine. 
and then they had to live with polio. And I, wow. and I, thought, I thought, you know, I am going to get the vaccine because it's better than dying. It is better than dying. And this is the way Eileen and I figured it out. Well, of course, I asked my guides and everything like that. You know, the first response I got was, it, it's going to be okay. You'll be fine. Um, but we were like, you know, okay, we're both in our 60s, mid and above at this point. And we're like, if I grow a third eye, and if everybody gets a third eye from this vaccine about 10 years down the line, I don't want to be the only one that doesn't have a third eye. So that's how we convinced ourselves it was okay to go because whatever mutation is going to happen, at least we'll all be together mutated. Yeah. That sounds like a Twilight yeah. Zone episode. It, it does. It, it, <laughs> it sounds is. like a made-for-TV movie somewhere. Maybe it would be an know. island for an island we set aside for all the people who don't look that way. What a supreme irony. You know, and, and I do want to get that. This actually segues nicely. But before I do this, Vince, I wanted to I wanted to ask you to just let people know, and they're sitting there or they're driving, they're listening, and they are wondering, is Vince and Jenna going to do messages? Oh, I hope he does messages. I want to call in. You graciously consented to do to bring spirit messages for our listeners. It's our gift to the people who take the time to listen to our broadcast. So that is something you are prepared to do today. We're going to save the second half half hour and in between we're going to have a little metaphysical q a but what is it that you need for someone who receives the message the reading what, what do you need from them when they call up today okay everybody has to stand on their heads and <laughs> i can do that i know right right to get the blood rushing to the head no if you had an answer to the greatest question of your life that you if you had it, it would completely transform your life. What would that question be? I need people to do work for themselves. So many times people just go, and they pray this way too. They go, help me. Well, what, okay. And all the universe and spirit does is say, well, what do you want help in? Well, make my life better. Well, what part do you want better? What's not good? And so don't ask me to give you, well, tell me what spirit wants me to know. Because the answer is going to be spirit wants you to focus and ask the right question. So ask <laughs> me the right question. And I know a question is what we all have. But ask the right one for once in your life. Think deep. Go deep down inside and just know, and I know it could be like 10, 20, 30, 40 questions that we have that would transform our lives, but there usually is one or two really deep ones, whatever they are. How do I change what's blocking me? I keep getting in my own way. I don't know how to get out of my way. Um, um, why do I constantly have financial difficulties? What am I doing that's causing financial difficulty? You know, don't ask me, are my finances are going to get better? Because I'll say, well, yeah, tomorrow you're going to find the dollar bill. So that's better than today. So, yeah, it's going to get better. You know, right. I want something deeper. Okay. 
And thus the challenge is thrown down in a loving way, because if there's something enlightening that you need to know through the good offices of Vincent Jenna, we're happy to provide this, this microphone, the Zoom, the conduit, so that you can hear from the other side of life. I'm convinced that it's there. I, I believe it. I can't prove it, but I believe it. And so we want to avail ourselves when we have someone of the caliber of a Vincent Jenna with us. So Suzanne will, in a few minutes, give out the numbers before we take our break, which will take a couple of minutes early so we can allow for as many calls as our hour will allow. There, Suzanne will give out the numbers, be listening and be ready to jump on that phone so that we can have you join us and we'll see what spirit has to say to you through Vincent Jenna today. That's in the right. meantime, I have a question. Suzanne, you okay. have a question. Yes. Vincent, you were talking about spirit guides and, and I've read so much and heard so much about spirit guides. It, you, if there are spirits that are around us that aren't necessarily guides, but maybe they're hanging around because they're in our lineage or they just happen to like our vibe or whatever it is, how many people could be hanging around at any one time? And how many spirits, you know, in a typical day, would you say somebody has around them? Wow, what an interesting question. I never counted them before. Um, you don't have to be I, exact ballpark. No, well, well, here is the thing that's interesting to your question because they're feeding me that answer right now. We keep thinking in things on the earth here as individuals. Okay. Right. Rather than collective source. Um, what is Abraham from Jerry and Esther Hicks? What does he say he is? What did Edgar Casey's um, source that he was trancing say it was. What do they all say? They all say that they're an accumulative uh, higher consciousness, higher being, higher entity, but they always talk about the accumulative part. See, being connected to everything, we can have literally every spirit around us at the same time and it still only be one entity. Right. That's what the angels yeah. can do the most. You can yeah. have every single archangel there at one time. Wow. Right. And it and it be just one energy. You can have mom and dad. Matter of fact, I just did a reading yesterday. It's so funny that you bring that up. I did a reading yesterday and a woman said that she had two spirits that she really wanted to contact. So one came through to me. I felt one. And they kept giving me descriptions, but what was so funny, they were very specific descriptions, but the description she kept telling me fit both people, both people. And I'm saying, you're kidding me. Well, this is very specific. And I kept going into detail after detail and not small things, big things. And she said, that still fits both of them. And so I actually had to ask that cumulative spirit to separate into two separate beings. And then they finally did, and each gave me a separate identifying piece of information. But it was interesting, and she was like taken back. She's like, I never expected those two to come together at the same time. And yet they did. And so that's how it happens for all of us. So when you ask how many, one, or every single being and dimension on the other side at the same time. 
I have never heard that before. And I have to tell you, Vince, that this makes complete sense to me. Complete sense. You, you, I am ha- glad. you could have, when you, when you get a, a, a reading from a medium or a message, it may be that a, somebody who was alive in the earthly plane kind of steps out of the mass in a way. And, and so there is an energy, which is the energy of, a, you know, a relative, let's say a relative or friend, somebody that you knew who was alive, but, but they're kind of stepping out of the entire matrix, which means that that is all around us all the time. So if we were to be poetic, for example, and say there's 10,000 angels around us, there really could be 10,000 angels around us. In, in the spirit Absolutely. world, you could have the accumulation of all of it around you. And, and you know, if, if, if you're on that spiritual path, I would think that you would want to live here in such a way that you would feel supported by the universe is the universe for you or is the universe against you if the universe is for you you are never alone you're never alone because you have that energy around you does that make sense oh it totally makes sense and i will continue that statement by saying the universe is never against you only you are So that's why it can feel sometimes that you're bucking up against the universe because the universe, which you are part of, because remember, that oneness is with you as well. You are part of that oneness. When all the beings are around you, your soul is part of that oneness. And so if you're bucking against the universe, you're bucking against yourself. And it can feel like it's against you. And it's not against you. It's always constantly for you. You just don't feel it that way, you know? Um, And the way this all happens, Suzanne, is the moment we separate it from source, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, the moment we separate it and we forgot we were connected, everything seems separate, including each other which is why people are retaliating because it's unnatural to not feel you are a part of something. And so all these people that are crying out, you don't care about me. You don't protect me. You don't think about me. I got to think about myself. They are not feeling part of the accumulative family. And that's literal, not just figurative. Your bodies may be individual, but if you were to take the cells of the human body and go inside, each cell sees its own individuality. But if you back away, you see the whole body. We don't back away enough to see the whole family and picture that we're connected to. And because we separated from source, we feel separated and unsupported from everything. Yeah, that feeling of separation, Vincent, the only thing that comes to mind when you talk about the moment of feeling separated from source, the only thing that I can picture is being born into this dimension 
when when you when you come through i mean that that nice warm place in the womb out into the light and air and get slapped on the butt and have your first cry to me that seems like the first moment of being separate from from your source in this actually case, it's you know, not your, your mother so no so now tell me about that moment of separation Okay, that moment of separation had nothing to do with individual bodies. Religion tried to explain it, okay? Catholicism in particular. They talk about the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? The Father being God, the Son being Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is the connection between the two. So in the story of the creation, it talks about how we lost the Garden of Eden, and we were, we, we left the Garden of Eden. We were basically kicked out because we broke the law and connect, you know, ate of the forbidden fruit. What we actually did, that was the moment of separation when we thought God did not do that. None of that. We did it. When we were, when we came down to this earthly plane to start with, after it was all created, we were created first. Adam is not the son of God. Adam is the son of man. And it was depicted as a story to try to let us know what we created here. Okay? So here's the universe. We come down to start experiencing ourselves. And literally, and I've said this before, that we felt like kids let loose at Toys R Us without any adult supervision. Okay. And we're all over everything, you know? And then we began, you know, cause we're like, what is this? And through a knowing or something, we gave it a name, right? There was no intellectual concept as to why a rabbit is called a rabbit. We just decided to call it that, you know? And it's, it's whatever it's root, whatever rabbit, the root word of rabbit, we made that up too. We made Latin, we made all the languages, we made them all up. What made them make those names up? And so there was a part of us that said, gee, it seems like I know things, we know things that we don't know we know. Well, what are all those things? I wanna know all of them at once. I wanna know it all now. And we opened up Pandora's box and we let out all the information at one time before we had the maturity to handle all of it. And so not only were we experiencing things like the word joy or the word love or the word happiness, we were also experiencing concepts like sadness and anger and frustration and resentment. Well, those feelings made us forget that we're nothing but love, that we're nothing but divine and magnificent. That was the first moment of separation. That's when we lost the Holy Spirit in which religion tries to explain it. And coming down here, if you saw Jesus's example with his disciples, right? After he trained them, after he reminded them who they were, he even said, okay, now you're going to get reconnected directly to God's source, just like me, because the Holy Spirit is going to come down upon you. 
And that's exactly what happened. And of course, they depict that in a flame, in a glow, in a halo, whatever you want to call it. And now the disciples were able to go out and live as Jesus did, teaching. That was a reminder for all of us. And the only thing the disciples had to do was believe. Believe. So our separation comes from the lack of belief in who we are. And the only way to reconnect that is to believe who we really are again. Not only will we automatically receive that Holy Spirit, however visually you want to see it or define it, it opens up that gateway and it reconnects us and makes us realize we are part of everything. That's why we can destroy the earth. We can't destroy the earth because we're magicians. We can destroy the earth because the earth is part of us. It's part of our energy. It's the same way why you can kill your houseplants because you're so negative and you don't care about them. Just the same as you can make them thrive because of the energy you put out. You can make people feel good when you walk into a room or feel bad because we're all connected. But it's only belief that gives you control over that connection. So that's what happened is we came to a moment of disbelief and the Holy Spirit connection is the moment of rebelieving. That's the whole purpose of the Christ the reconnecting with God, not reconnecting with Jesus, reconnecting with God and knowing that you are one with it and you were never separated. Vincent, thank you so much for that. The reconnection and taken in a very particular way through the good offices of Vincent Jenna and his pretty well-established reputation for mediumship. He's been at it a long time and he's worked very hard at it. Now he puts his gifts, his skills, and his experience at your disposal. We're going to take a break, but before we do, Suzanne, why don't you give out the numbers so that the folks who are interested can call up and get a spirit message through Vincent Jackson. From anywhere in the United States, you can call area code 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven. I'll repeat that. Four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven. If you're in Western Washington, there's also a toll free number, which is one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. So you have a couple ways of reaching us. Give us a couple of minutes and we'll be right back with more Manson Mitchell, more of Vincent Jenna and spirit messages. Hopefully one is waiting for you. You're listening to AM 1150. We will be right back. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to mansonmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Manson Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. 
The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. Every two minutes, a child becomes a victim of sex trafficking in the U.S. It's happening right now. Don't turn off the radio or change the channel. Don't cover your kids' ears, no matter how much you want to ignore it. Child trafficking is real. In fact, it's happening in your town. And you know what our greatest weapon against child trafficking is? It's our children. It's time to act with PACT. That's Partners Against Child Trafficking. PACT works to teach students how to identify the warning signs of child trafficking so they can help other vulnerable kids around them. PAC student ambassadors receive in-depth training on the issue and design a project to raise awareness, reduce victimization, and disrupt demand. Visit PAC.city to start donating today. That's P-A-C-T C-I-T-Y. And for as little as $5 a month, you can help end child exploitation. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Bored with the other stations, hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. Special guest today, Vincent Jenna. Vincent Jenna, um, before we get to the people who have called in to interact with you, uh, please let our listeners know what is your website and what you have going on, because maybe they would like to connect with you one-on-one. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for that, uh, Suzanne. All they have to do is go to vincentjenna.com. That's with a G-E-N-N-A. And they can connect to my social media pages through there. Yeah, they can write me directly. They can also book appointments. I do readings for people all over the world. And it's so funny because so many people think, well, I got to be in front of you for a good reading. No, absolutely not. You do not carry your dimension with you. You are connected to it just the same as I will connect to it. And that's in a different location. It's not in your body. It's not in your feet. It's not in your purse. It's not in your wallet. It's in another dimension. And so um, a lot of people then, uh, you know, I've actually done thousands of people that way. They come to also my radio show. You can connect to me because I'm also a host on a unity radio show, not as as expertise and wonderful and far reaching as your show is. I always love coming on here because of that. But I have fun on unity online radio. There's some wonderful hosts there and that's noon on Wednesdays and that's Eastern time. Um, so there's so many places that they can connect and write me and give me questions. Uh, but start off with my Facebook, my uh, website, I'm sorry, and that would be the best, vincentjenna.com. 
Excellent. Thank you very much. Oh, and okay. by the way, just to squeeze in real quick, yeah. I'm sorry, but no, just so ahead. you know, you've got to connect on my website because I have my book coming out this September that ah. I'm excited about. I'm not even supposed to talk about it yet, but I am. It's called God, It's Not Working, The Key to <laughs> Finally Stop Saying That. And I'm very excited about it. Mm. Um, I've got... Um, a, a publisher who used to be a director at Simon & Schuster started his own publishing company out of New York. So I'm excited to be on there. Um, they published like Bob Proctor and Zig Ziglar and um, uh, Bernie Siegel and so many other wonderful authors and speakers. So I'm, I'm excited to be a part of that company. And so that'll be in September. Excellent, excellent. Now it's time to go to the phones. Now we will go to the phones. Are you ready, Vincent? I am ready. The question is, are they ready? Okay. <laughs> the first person we're going to talk to is Pat from Kenmore. Pat, say hello to Vincent Jenna. And what is your question for him today? Hi, Vincent. I'm so glad to talk to you. That's All nice right. to meet you, Pat. Yeah. My question is, um, my, I do talk spiritually with my husband every day and he has been gone uh, about six and a half years and my life right now I'm trying to uh, connect with a family that's long distance and I just want to see how he's doing what he's doing right now mm, well I have, I um, as you would up there Okay, as you were talking about him, all I kept hearing him talk about is don't be alone anymore. He's watching, he's been watching over you a lot. So are you feeling lonely lately, Pat? Have you not been in another relationship? What's going on with that where he's feeling that you're lonely? I don't know. I... I try not to. I really don't have any desire for another relationship. We were married 43 years, and he's still the love of my life and my soulmate. Um, but I, I know... I understand um, that. I understand yeah. that. But he is concerned because this is an important part of your life. It's the latter part. It's the last third of your life. And he doesn't want you being alone. That's his biggest concern. Um, did you guys ever go dancing or something? He's showing me this cheek-to-cheek -cheek kind of romantic, I don't know, you're at a wedding or something, or you're dancing and you're just near each other. And he, he's wanting to feel that embrace with you again. Um, and he feels it emotionally. So, so what did you guys used to do? I guess it's cheek-to-cheek because -cheek what he's show, telling me, cheek-to-cheek. Oh, that's wonderful. Not not dancing, but we would take trips on, on our own um, down to the ocean. He really loved the ocean, and we would connect a lot there. Uh, but, yeah, I just feel a closeness even in my dreams and that type of thing. But I got you. Well, he's definitely doing that and instilling that in you. But he wants to also reignite that feeling for you so you open it up into the world. He says, listen to me. Trust that I can bring you the right person. Trust oh, that okay. I can bring you the right person. 
I don't want you alone anymore. So oh, thank you. He, yeah. he really wants to open that up to you, Pat. And, um, and the wonderful thing about love is you never lose it. You will hold on to it from what you felt with him. But there is so much love in the world. You find you're capable of loving more than one person right it's like sometimes we eat vanilla ice cream and some other times we're like well give me some of that pistachio and it doesn't mean we don't like the vanilla any less it's just two different wonderful flavors he doesn't want you to only have one flavor in your life 42 years my wife and i have been married 43 so i understand that but you're still young and you're still vibrant and you're alive and he wants you to have another flavor Okay, I appreciate that connection. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do kind of miss that. Uh, of course you do. You're an intimate woman. It, yeah. You are. You're a passionate, into, intimate woman. And he, want, he, he wants you to be cheek to cheek. He keeps ta going back to that cheek to cheek. That closeness is what he's talking about. He wants that for you for somebody else. Okay, Pat? Okay, so open the wonderful. door to that. And he'll keep communicating with you. He says, I know you know when I'm around. Yes, thank you. Okay. Thank you for let calling. Us, let us know how it's going, Pat. Call yes, us back sometime. Call us back and let us know. Thank you. Guys, I sure will. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye, Very Pat. encouraging, Vincent. Well said all the way along. Okay, whom do we have next? We have Ken calling from Issaquah. Ken, say hello to Vincent Jenna. And what is your question for him today? Uh, hey, hello, Ken. hi, Vincent. Hello. Uh, first off, I want to say I love the title of your book that's coming out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Which once you. again is? God, it's not working. The key to finally <laughs> stop saying that. Excellent. <laughs> uh, I love I love that title. That uh, I, I, when you first when I first heard it, it kind of made me chuckle. So that was pretty cool. Good. Good. Yes. Yes. What's I don't know question, if I have Ken? a. Uh, I don't know if I have a specific question per se, but, you know, I've had some loved ones transition over and, uh, you know, just other concerns and stuff like that. So I guess I'm just going to kind of just leave it up to who wants to pop in and say hi, I guess. Well, here's what's interesting. Somebody um, that I'm feeling, they're not saying who they are yet, but they are disagreeing with you and saying you do have a question. Um, oh, and and. Yeah, and the question that they're telling me that you have is, have I been on my right path? Have I been doing the right stuff? And it's somebody who knows that you always questioned yourself. And um, there's actually two. I'm getting one male and one female. The male seems to have either been a friend, a colleague, um, more along your age. Um, yes. And, and something, uh, he, he knew of the work that you did. He knew of your personality style. Yes. Yeah. And, and he is agreeing with the woman who is saying, you always wonder whether you're doing the right thing. And the question that they're posing to you is, when are you going to stop questioning yourself and knowing you've been doing as best as you can. And so I have a friend, I have this, this male, this person here, and then I have the female. Now the female seems to be more maternal 
um, more nurturing? Is your mother deceased? Yes, she is. Okay, so it's her, and and she's talking about um, even in school when you were a little boy, and you you there was always something about you asking, "Is this right? Did I do this right?" Um, it, it, it it's almost as if you're trying. You think you're doing it because you want to make sure you get it right because you're conscientious about the work that you do. But it's actually because you're insecure about the work you do, not because you're confident about it. And hmm. they're saying you're at a point in your life right now where you no longer have to prove who you are. Do you understand all of that that I'm saying, Ken? Yes, I do. Absolutely, I do. It makes sense to you? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So stop questioning yourself. They want you to. They say, say stop. Um, who is who is this male? He's laughing. And uh, oh, he's like, uh, it's like it, having fun with you right now. It, yeah, it, we had a great we worked together and uh, he was uh, we had a very interesting uh, connection of our senses of humors and things like that and what we did. And, and uh, so. oh, yeah, he, he he wants you to know. Oh, boy. OK, he's getting really emotional now. That um, he misses you too. He misses you terribly. Oh. He says, "I understand. We're okay here. You know, we got so much love and support. But don't kid yourself. We miss you guys as much as you miss us. And um, and we want you to know that we just don't come here and forget about you guys. I miss you. I miss the fun. I miss the laughing." He says, "Nobody up here has the same sense of humor as you did." Um, <laughs> that's, it, it, so, so he misses you, buddy. He wants you to know yeah. that that he really, really loves you and cares about you. All um, right. Well, way cool. And and so mom and so mom is now saying, do you see how many friends you really did have in touch? Yes. Yes. So you can stop questioning that too. Okay. All right. Makes all, makes all sense to you. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it absolutely does. Okay. You, you uh, did a great job. Thank you very much for your time. You're very welcome. And positive, they're all saying that because some very important things are coming up in your life before the end of this year, and they want you to feel so assured of yourself that it all follows through exactly according to plan. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right, I look, for, I look, Be ready I look forward to definitely. Yeah, call us back. Definitely call Gary back and Suzanne back and let them know what's happened because I'm curious about that one, too. Oh, I'll definitely call them. All right. Well, Good. thank you for calling today, Ken. Thank you, Ken. All right. Thank <clears throat> you, guys. Have a great night or a great day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> All right. Are you, are you ready, Vincent? Take a deep breath. Go right ahead. All right. Our third caller here is Joan from Seattle. Joan, say hello to Vincent Jenna. And what is your question for him today? Hi, Vincent. Um, my question is, I've got some fun health tests coming up, and I'm just wondering if... Oh, I knew you were going to say health. I knew you were going to say health, Joan. Yeah. I knew you were going to say health. Okay. So... In a very loving way, you've got to hear what I have to say, but, okay. but understand it's coming from love. Stop creating all this stuff for yourself. You don't have to punish yourself. You don't deserve to go through any of your illnesses. You don't deserve to have questions about your health. You don't deserve to be 
in the stress that you're living in now, whether it be about your health or the rest of your life, you deserve to feel comforted. You were, I got, I'm getting another mother or grandmother on the other side over here. Is your mother deceased? I know your yeah. grandmother is. My mom is in February, yeah. Okay. She, she, you were a good girl. That's all I keep hearing. You were a good girl. You were a good daughter. You were a good girl. You don't need to hurt and suffer and worry. The test will be as okay as you allow them to be. So in other words, become more positive. We manifest everything, including our health. And we don't know we're doing it most of the time because it's on a very unconscious level. We're connected to source and a power. And so what we believe about ourselves or what we may be suppressing or, or not paying attention to can come out in the form of illness. And they're all different questions about what's going on with you, but it's more about what you're not releasing within you, what you're not letting go, what you're not allowing to feel good about yourself is what the question is more than anything else. And as soon as you start releasing that, your body will level out and follow it. And all I keep hearing mom saying is you're a good girl. Why do you keep questioning that within you? You were good. You do. It was my job, my job to make you feel like a good daughter not your job to try to prove it to me or anybody else. It was my job. I failed in that. Your father failed in that. You didn't. Oh, that was a divine message, Vincent. Thank you. You understand that? I totally do. Okay, so love yourself more. Stop punishing yourself and get yourself healthy. You got to go on some trips. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that would be nice, yeah. Yes, there's some traveling coming up for you. And and I'm also being told to tell you to do some gentle bicycling. Oh, okay. So whether it be on an exercise bike or a Peloton or, or anything, but they want you to limber up your legs, your knees, your joints, and get some of that blood flowing that way as well. It'll be nice and gentle. Oh, good. Thank you. Okay. Okay. And the test will come out fine. The test will be fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. That's healthy Joan. Healthy Joan from Seattle. You know, you know, (laughs) you know what I particularly like about uh, the calls, uh, Vincent, is how universal they are. I've heard it said before, and I think you would agree that sometimes one caller represents a whole lot of people that have the same thing going on with them. And so I I like how, you know, that got answered because there are a lot of people who have health concerns and to just know that they're manifesting everything, including health is a wonderful message for everybody to get. Well, the reason why it reaches so many people is I'll bring it right back to the first question and the first conversation is we're all connected. We're all yes. part of one. We all we all bleed. We all hurt over some of the same types of issues. We all need love. We all you know, everybody wants to think they're so individual. It's it's like they think you're going to lose your identity 
if anybody else shares your problem. How many times do you hear people say, oh, you've never been through this, you don't know what it's like? Well, of course, maybe that situation in some given time, we don't know what that's like, but because we are connected, because we can hurt the same way, we can empathize, we can have compassion. I never lost a child. Never. My children didn't die. I have close people that I know that lost their children, very close people. I don't have to lose my child to imagine the pain, and I can actually feel that pain. Now, everybody wants to think that they're feeling their own pain for some reason. It's like, think of a puzzle, okay? And take a picture of this universe, and we're all part of that puzzle. Now, there is not one piece or two pieces that are identical. Every single piece of the puzzle is part of that big picture, and it's its own shape. And a matter of fact, every piece, no matter the bigger the puzzle, the more important each piece is. Do you know how horrible it is to do a 5,000-piece puzzle and one piece is missing? One. It's like you want to throw away the whole dang thing because you're like, well, this is useless. I can't believe it. After putting together 4,999 pieces, I got to be missing one. That's how important and individual each of us are in order to fit into that one picture. Speaking of that one piece of the puzzle, we have one caller left, and that is Cynthia from Issaquah. Cynthia, say hello to Vincent Jenna, and what is your question today? Hi, thank you for taking my call. So, um, Hey, Cynthia, is- I'm sorry. Cynthia, before you even say anything, all I kept envisioning is a knight in shining armor. Go ahead. Give me your question. Okay. Um, so my question is, do my spirit guides or anybody have any um, idea about my life path and the actions I've now been taking going forward in healing, death, coaching, and different modalities. Am, am I on? Am I? Am I going towards the right path? Because I, I need just some insight. What they say. Great, great question, but wrong question. Okay. Mm. So I have to go back. How is your love life? My love life. Yeah. Uh, how is your love life? I don't really have one. Exactly. So you're asking the wrong question. That's why I saw a knight in shining armor. You are not going on the correct path until you get that balanced out because you deserve love. And nothing else is going to be completely fulfilled until that aspect of your life. You want to be a healer. You want to be a coach. And yet you're not healed in the most important part of life. Love. Love. You deserve love, unconditional, fulfilling, sharing love. Nothing else you do beyond that is important unless you have it. It's why so many spiritual teachers think they're effective in life, but aren't, because they don't have love in their life. So therefore, how can they teach, by example, that everybody should be loving themselves? That everybody should believe in themselves. That everybody should be believing that they deserve love. You are a major teacher. And your guides and source and spirit are saying, 
it's time. And you will expand beyond your wildest dreams in your ability. Go on the path of opening your heart and healing and teaching that little girl inside that she deserves a knight in shining armor or a princess in shining armor, whichever you want, it doesn't matter, unconditional love. But you deserve that and need that now to give you the energy and the rest of the momentum to move you into the healer life that you're meant to have. That's the question you should have asked. Hmm. You, you got the answer? Well, Cynthia, so. can I, I let me just butt in here very briefly, and I admit I'm begging the question here, Vincent, but have you found in working with people that if the love equation is balanced out and they have this wonderful experience of love, that subsequently everything in their life tends to fall into place? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying, especially for a messenger. You're a messenger. You came here to heal the world. And they don't want you healing the world without you being healed. You know what I mean? This is like, why should you be teaching other, other people to have the benefits of life when you're not having them? You get that part? Yeah, I guess so. But I don't. <laughs> I, I, I Open don't think up you to have it. To, I, yeah, I, I don't think you have to have the love of your life to just be able to heal the world. I, I think okay. you can be connected and, and to the source. From the, yeah, you can just be connected to the source without having that. Just from the fact that you said that, just yeah. from the fact that you said that, shows that you need it, because if you'd had it, you would understand exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. But we, I have this, had it. I, ha I have had it. I have no, had no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's, but it's gone. It's not anymore. You need it now to be the healer you're meant to be. It, 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 healing the world doesn't matter. It's the choices we make and it's the it's the whole progress and process that matters. It's not the end results that matter. So the idea that we can heal the world without anything is not what matters. What matters is the desire to have everything we're capable of having and going after that. That's what matters. So and you so don't we necessarily have to agree. But that is the answer. And I, I know a lot of times I say what people don't want to hear. But you have to ask yourself, why did I have to hear that? And I promise you it's not to validate that it's okay for you to be alone. Because it's not. Spirit, source, everything on the other side is what fed me that before you even said one thing. Remember, I interrupted you before you said anything. And so they were telling me that you don't have love in your life right now. So and for you, for some reason, you're we meant have to, to. We have to interrupt you because we're at the Go end ahead. of the show. Cynthia, Cynthia, thank you for calling. We're sending love to you. And when the and occasion arises, we'd love to hear from you again. Bless you, dear heart. And thank Vincent, you, Vincent. Thank you, Vincent, for being with us once again. It was great. And we can't wait for the next time. That will Oh, happen. my gosh. Thank you so much, guys, for having me again. Our right. pleasure. Stay tuned for Jupiter Rising on AM 1150. Have a great weekend, everyone.